0: From the creators who brought you RuPaul's Drag Race and Million Dollar Listing, this is World of Wonders' WOW Report, things that make us go wow.
1: Hello, 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 and welcome to the WOW Report right here on Radio Andy. We are here every week to count down the top 10 things that make us go wow. wow. I'm Tom Campbell, creative officer at World of Wonder, here with Club Kid turned best-selling author, one of the most interesting people on earth, James St. Oh,
0: James. God, you are too good to me.
1: <laughs> and every word is truthful. Every word is truthful. <laughs> you know what? Equally interesting in his own bearded way, Blake Jacobs, our producer. here to do the whole week because why? Benton is somewhere in the world making deals, making documentaries, making the world a better place. glove um, rotting, And yes, which is a much loftier goal than we have. <laughs> so let the countdown begin, starting with number 10.
2: Number 10.
1: I went on Friday night to an IMAX screening I don't know if you've ever been to an IMAX screening of Taylor Swift's era tour.
2: Oh my me god. On, on
0: on before night. we, start, though. Before on we, before night, we I even to... get into this, I yeah. don't understand, Tom, because you thought that the Barbie phenomenon was beneath you. It was not your it was not in your wheelhouse. And yet Taylor Swift is. Please explain the dichotomy to me now. I
1: have always let Taylor Swift be. I There's some part of me that is not connected to Taylor Swift and I love a female vocalist. Yep. I love a female vocalist. I'm about to, guess you what You discovered about, Ariana Grande. I did. That's correct. Thank you for remembering. Okay. Taylor Swift um, I, I, I'm not her target audience. This is crazy to think about and and um, and I, I always questioned her sincerity, but I realize she's been doing this. As a superstar for 17 years. Unbelievable. It, if she's faking it, then she's doing a really good job of it. And I got to see her up close. The, hmm, I have chills. I wish I could have a chillometer. I loved this movie. It was, it's in my top 10, maybe my top five pop culture events of my whole life. What? I swear to God. Now, this is the thing. If I kept thinking, If this had, because it's two hours and 50 minutes of the concert, which has such incredible stagecraft to begin with, it is Taylor Swift who is in her prime. She's 33, 34. She's beautiful. She's at the height of her game and she has a 17 year legacy. The Beatles were only together for like a decade. You know what I'm saying? And I kept thinking if this were like, because I'm old. If this were Livingston John or Diana Ross, and okay. this kind of thing was made about them, I would never leave the theater. I would just live. I would. I would die of starvation. I go on hunger strike. It, it made me
2: think of like, oh, what if Rihanna does one? Yes, or, or Beyonce needs one. But it's she just Beyonce the has one coming. It's.
1: I will talk about that. It's. I, it's not the making of. It's not behind the scenes. It's not. It's just the concert. And I. I. I'm beginning to be that age where going to a concert is uncomfortable. There, I said yeah, it. Yeah, the, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. too noisy. You got to stand. You, the sound I, really I isn't don't that like good.
0: Skiing in porta potties,
1: no, no, no. Yes, and and this and, and the, the sound isn't that good. It no matter how much money, but this the sound was perfect. And which I realized Taylor had had uh, someone told me before. She had tweeted out to all her fans to dance in the aisles. And AMC theaters was a little nervous that she had said that for like safety reasons. Um, there were little kids. They were grown up kids, there were gay people even as old as me, and they were dancing in the aisles. Yes. Buddy.
2: Which which show did you go to? 6 PM. Like where?
1: 6 p.m. at the at the
2: Chinese. Okay. So I went to the 10 PM a little later uh-huh. at Universal City because they have the biggest IMAX in the okay. area, I think. And surprisingly, you know, I have that I talked about the AMC movie class last week. I looked on it to see and it was like there were no seats available, but when we showed up, there was like big gaps, which not saying it wasn't full or anything, but like I was surprised. It was on many screens. Yeah. This was an incredible
1: experience because it reminded me of that ABBA uh, show that plays with Voyage, because you get the sense of live because the audience was so involved and so right. happy you have the perfection of sound and vision and you, and, and there's, I think in New York times it was like, Oh, there's too many cutaways. It's like, shut up. It's the most visually stimulating thing I've ever seen. And, and I also kept thinking, what could she do to top this? Not that that's, uh, this is where my, like, I'm a Jewish mother. What's next? What is she going to do next? I'm so worried about Taylor, but she, um, she is so commanding. And she's telling such beautiful stories that it's better than any movie you'll ever see. Movies now. We talk about how movies are very predictable. We you know how how long stir, you know, you know how we say limited series are more exciting because that they, they can tell stories in different ways. Movies are stuck with three act structures, good, you know, have to get a lot of information. This was two and a half, two hours and fifty minutes of un uh, who story.
0: are you? Will you give Tom back to us? the cremudget, this is the best movie of all time is
1: i that- have become a pod person it i no me-
2: longer
0: and me i am i'm a swifty
2: it made me like <laughs> actually there are several songs that i'm like i actually really like that song well, here's are the you deal plan to see it
0: Will you see it, James?
2: Until you go see
0: Barbie on IMAX. I saw Barbie. Oh, you did? Okay. Uh, Then I'll go see Taylor.
1: Okay. You should see it. And Tell (laughs) me what you think. Opening night, I was, and the the other thing is, is, it was Blake said, it's like, she has so many songs, so many songs. It does drag a little middle for people who don't, but like, I'm not into, I realized I'm not into her folklore era. It's fine. It's just, I'm not into it as much.
2: I mean, I'm not into that one or the Evermore. And I actually went into vape during, in the bathroom during one of the eras.
1: All right, all right, all right. So it was like a real concert for him. But I can tell you, whether you know it or not, there are five to 10 Taylor Swift songs that you love. And, no, I, I
0: believe, no, there there are 20 that I love. I mean, yeah, she's, yeah. she's an amazing oh, artist and she's great. Um, but, I never but, thought it would happen. And I also, her genius in this moment, Uh,
1: this is why I love Taylor Swift too now, because I believe she can save the world. I feel like, you know, we used to put all our hopes in Oprah and now Oprah's just a million billion. And Taylor got people to register to vote. I'm well, just thinking yeah. This next election, she might be able to tilt it in the, the direction of democracy. No,
0: no, 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 no. Because let's be real. 90% of Swifties are from red states who are Trumpers. Let's, I, I mean, I love I love her and I know she's against it, but let's yep. be real. Well, here's the other thing I will say, which brings tears
1: to my eyes and I'm a cornball is there is so much, not in your face, but totally unabashed representation, her dancers, mm-hmm. cutaways in the audience. Yeah. And you think like here here are all these red state people watching Taylor Swift and they're
0: seeing an America that I want to be I, part I, of. I I that you've you've lost me because I don't I believe she's what she's done is she's gotten a hundred thousand people to sign up to vote for Trump, is what I think she's done.
1: I think she might try harder next time. And I also applaud her her that the fact that she went directly to AMC. She didn't go through a movie studio. She is the most powerful woman in the world right now.
0: Okay, okay, okay.
2: Well, I was also I was also mad I didn't get the call to be the fat male dancer.
1: You know what? She's going to South America now. She has South American dates. It's maybe not too late. Five, six, seven, eight. James, see it and tell me I'm wrong. Um and in the meantime, let's move on oh, to but will you go see the Beyonce one? Absolutely. I, can't I think like this her. is a new era. I think it's a new era of movies in the theater. It's and, an interesting. And here's
0: hoping that Madonna is taping this. You know, the show she's doing now. exactly, that, that is the main well, Madonna
1: listens to our show, so she's doing it. She's she's writing stuff down right now. Okay, James, uh, I, I we defer to your wisdom in number nine. <laughs> number
0: nine. Number nine, I want to talk a little bit about Pete Davidson and uh, the Saturday Night Live season premiere that happened last week. Season 49. Season 49, yes. Unbelievable. Um, You know, and much has been made about his surprising or maybe not so surprising um, opening monologue in which he got very serious about the Israel and Hamas situation and reminded everyone that you know, his father was a victim of a terrorist attack. And as a child, he, that was something that he dealt with. So he is somebody who can speak with some authority on, on the subject. And he got very serious. And then at the end, he said, you know, I'm going to try and do what I always do. And that's be funny in the face of tragedy. And I'm going to, you know, like I said, I'm going to try. And it went on from there. And for anyone who like wonders, like how Pete Davidson gets every Hollywood woman and every, you know, hot woman on the planet, it's because he's smart he has empathy he's um he's intelligent he's funny and he's got that bde and there's just and he's not threateningly gorgeous like Henry Cavill or somebody like that. You know, he's just – he's an approachable guy. Or Blake. Blake
1: is threateningly beautiful, I think.
0: Blake and you. You are both – I am with two – And you're pretty on the inside, James. (laughs) No, actually, I'm not. I I get uglier on the inside. I'm sorry to tell you. we are beautiful on the radio, I think. (laughs) But he did – one of the high points for me was they did um, a musical parody of – i'm just pete anywhere else i'd be a three and that was absolutely that was actually better than the ryan gosling i thought it was absolutely hysterical it was so good i you know i walk around saying i'm just james anywhere else i'd be ashamed you know i i have like a whole thing that i do with that i'm just Um, blake
2: anywhere else i'd be a fake (laughs)
1: right
0: (laughs) um weirdly, or maybe not so weirdly, because of the times we are, they stayed, the whole episode pretty much shied away from doing anything political. And I think that was a choice because, you know, it it was not the week to do that. There was some very sort of, on Weekend Update, they did a few jokes that were sort of very tame. I don't get Ice Spice, who was the musical guest. To me, she's sort of mush-mouthed and she seems like she's bored, like, why am I even here I, I who introduced her i forget oh well taylor swift yeah there was a great moment with taylor swift there was also a great moment where her boyfriend what's his name kelsey tanner
2: uh, tra- uh travis kelsey
0: travis kelsey came out <laughs> and he he did some he did a little shtick somewhere blake what do you think of ice spice
2: i like her i mean i get what you're saying and on her song like that in her mood song Now that I've heard it 8 million times, I kind of like it. But I actually prefer her on the Taylor Swift track, Karma. That's like the only one I really like. It is her.
0: Okay. Well, don't get me started on Karma. Because Karma is the stupidest song ever written. Not one of those things. Karma is not a breeze going through your hair on a summer day. Karma is not like a cat (laughs) sitting on your lap. Karma is none of these things. Somebody has to tell her what Karma is. Just like somebody had to explain to Alanis Morissette what irony was, this is one of those things that will get me going until the end of time. But- grammar
1: first, grammar first, pop stars, grammar first.
0: <laughs> Wait, Karma is not you know a, a, a cute boy walking down the street. I don't is know it what the hell. A, he a Carmen guia Does that count? No.
1: <laughs> uh, um, anyway, Ice Spice, Ice Spice collaborates. Like she's on that song, uh, "The Boy Is Mine" or, or "The Boy's a Liar." And, and 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 I'm listening a lot on uh Sirius radio to uh TikTok radio, and songs are just like two minutes and they're just like
2: little licks, and then you're like cool, moving it's on like the Beatles again, like the 50s and 60s. But, but
0: with Ice yeah. Bice, I literally every one of her songs sounds the same to me, and every one of her solo songs, so I don't quite get she it, but is anyway the
1: favorite of the month, and she is our Annie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, Tom gets the last note, <laughs> last word there.
1: Oh my god, thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Prince. All right. So, uh SNL is back. Uh check it out, season uh, 49. Uh and let's move on to number 8. Number 8.
2: I just wanted to give a little incoming. Uh we've got the Woman and Me coming out next Tuesday. Britney Spears bombshell new book. <sighs> Have you guys been seeing all the, all the, well, there's,
1: there's one headline that out. I can't, I will not repeat. I'm not going to truly really talk about, but it's really shocking. And we're supposed to be leaving Brittany alone, but now Brittany is giving us her book. And I, there's,
0: there's a very funny meme that's going around right now. You know, the, the woman who does the expression like, huh? And then she goes, Oh, you know, that one. And yeah. you know, it, And it's um, it says Jada's book, and she's like, ah, and then it says Britney's book, and she's like, oh.
2: (laughs) Well, see, right
0: now we are saturated with celebrity gossip because of Jada Pinkett Smith, who just stop it, stop it, stop it. But suddenly, Britney's talking about her sex life and the and her problems, and we're like, oh, it's Britney, we love her. So there seems to be sort of a weird. Uh, yin-yang thing
2: happening there
0: ping I do
2: think that Britney may well I always thought that maybe some sort of conservatorship might have been but maybe the one she was in wasn't the greatest anyway maybe I feel like the thing that you're talking about Tom might have been a a breaking point for her and maybe this will help Mm -hmm. like talking about it and Maybe it'll help normalize it for a lot of other people. And okay. I'm, really okay. and I'm excited to read the book and I am
0: too, but I also worry about Brittany more than I worry about most celebrities yeah. because I, I do I, I I never am quite convinced that she's in a, a good place and that I that I think she needs she needs guidance, and um,
2: I agree. I agree. right, you
1: have an incredibly protective feeling for her, and obviously yeah. we have no relationship with her and can do nothing about this. But it overwhelms you, You're just like oh, Brittany, Brittany, let me shield you from.
0: Well, you. and I, a- I was going to say, I imagine that it's it's what people felt about Judy Garland back in the you know the fifties and sixties. This feeling of or, or Marilyn. Or Marilyn, yeah, where it's, it's we love you, we love you so much unconditionally, and we want the best for you, but we're worried that... that and let's hope
1: that Brittany lives long and prospers.
0: You yes, know? yes, of course. We don't want her to go down the same path as both either of those women. But you guys
1: will read it. I'm not judging you. you you'll both read the book? Oh, course. yeah, yeah, definitely. i have
0: already pre-ordered oh, it. Oh, oh,
1: oh, um, um, uh, Who Who's doing the audiobook? It's um. It's the actress who was in the, the Fablemans. Uh, little blonde, Michelle... Williams is doing oh. the audio
0: of her and book. Michelle Williams, talk about you know she did both Judy and Marilyn, didn't she? Yes, and now she's going to do. Britney. No, she didn't do Judy, but she but she did Marilyn. That's right. That's right. That was. Yeah, that's
2: uh, awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, like I said, I've already pre-ordered on my copy on Audible, and just to wrap it all back up in a little bow, tying it back to AMC, they are releasing her movie Crossroads the day oh, before and the day after. So on Monday and Wednesday of next week, you can go see Crossroads in theaters.
1: I've never seen Crossroads. It would be kind of fun to reevaluate
0: it today and to see how it holds up. Well, yeah. um, spoiler alert, it doesn't. But God bless her for putting it <laughs> back out there. Save me
1: some time, James. Save me some time. <laughs> All right, so Brittany's book, The Woman in Me, is released when? Soon. Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. The 24th. See you next Tuesday.
2: We
1: We're going to take a little break, but don't go anywhere. Uh, in the meantime, I turn things over to Blake.
2: Yeah, I want to remind everyone that RuPaul's DragCon UK is coming up. Woo! January 13th and 14th in Old London Town. Get your tickets and all the info, like ticket tiers, who will be there, what to expect, and so much more at RuPaul'sDragCon.com. See y'all there. I love it. Uh, a little trivia, a little trivia to take us to the commercial? I do have a little trivia. Okay. Who did Andy Cohen ask if they'd ever done poppers while Troy Sivan watched on, on an episode of Watch What Happens Live last week?
1: Oh, I remember this. Mm. If only James' brain wasn't so fried from <laughs> It's true. <laughs> oh, my All God. All right. That question and more will be revealed when we return to the Wow Report on Radio Andy, Series XM
0: listening
1: to world of wonders wow report things that make us go wow we're back hey it's tom campbell here with the wow report i'm here with james st james blake jacobs we are doing what we do best which is sad but we're kind of on the top 10 things that make us go wow but before we uh continue the countdown we have a little trivia question before the break
2: Wait. yes our our boss andy cohen had this superstar on his uh, show, Watch What Happens Live, last week with Troy Sivan, who has a new album out called Rush, which is also a brand of poppers. And he asked this person if they had ever done poppers. Who was it?
0: Well, I have to say that this is, I know who it is, and it is your absolute favorite superstar of all time. Tom, that is your
2: your hint. Go.
1: I think I know, too. It's Miss Reba McIntyre.
2: Yes, it is. Oh, I her. love Reba. I saw her at the Hollywood Bowl on April Fool's Day this year. And actually, just last week, I saw every geriatric millennial and myself saw Death Cab for Cutie and the Postal Service at the Hollywood Bowl. If you've never been to the Hollywood Bowl, it's amazing. Well,
0: Check you know, it. I saw Reba McIntyre do South Pacific at the Hollywood Bowl. And then oh, one of my.
1: I guts. saw Reba McIntyre do Annie Get Your Gun on Broadway. Bingo.
2: Wow. I just found my bra- my ticket to- that I saw um, Christina Applegate in Sweet Charity on Broadway. I just found it in my old wallet. That's like, amazing. Yeah. yeah, bless her. All right, hey, let's He walks in the
0: joint. You can tell was a man of distinction.
1: All right, all right, all right. We're moving on now to number seven. Number seven. Rest in peace, Suzanne Sowers. Oh. Um. Complicated feelings around her. Not complicated, but a lot of feelings around her. And why not? She has lived so many lives. She has uh, just been in sort of the, the center of pop culture for so long. From the girl in the Thunderbird in American Graffiti, 1971. Uh, to Three's Eat- Company, which helped, which along with Charlie's Angels, that year was the year of Free the Nipple. And it was Bounce TV. It was TNA uh-huh. TV. And, you know, she, yeah. was, she had a child young. She was a single mom. Um, you know, her first, you know, was that she was on this hit hit threes company sitcom, which was innuendo and sexual and gays, and all these kind of things. And, and in the fourth season, I believe, um, her husband, who was her manager, which is always a little dicey, but that's the way it works, went and asked for parody, asked for pay parody, salary parity with John Ritter. She was a huge star. And they laughed in his face and they exiled her. She ended up being banned from her contract. She had and then was required to do makeup scenes where they would call her. And she'd be like at her aunt Sally's, and 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 as she tells it, she was like banished to another studio, so the, the actors didn't have to see her. It's really sad. But she reinvented herself. She she did a, a a first run sitcom when those were a thing called She's the Sheriff, and then she got into like her her lifestyle brand, which was like holistic. She's master of course, but she was all about exercise and health and natural. Uh, things and uh she had a Vegas act. I once saw her and Joan Rivers in a double bill at Caesars talk about wow. two survivors, right? Wow. And um she could sing, she could dance. Um and she's you know made a billion dollars on her own. Uh was I think broadcasting on Facebook no, no, she, she, she did
0: break it down um in an interview that I saw where she said you know the price per unit and how many units she sold and it was well over a hundred million dollars back when a hundred million dollars meant something. Thank $100 you. A hundred million dollars was a lot of money. Yeah.
1: But I think the week before she passed, she was still on, you know, doing her Facebook, uh, which is where she was selling. Of course,
0: you you can't talk about any of these things without talking about Touch Me, her book of poems, which is iconic for most, you know, gay men of a certain age. Yeah. I think she got a little crunchy. Wait, wait, you just skated past that. Have you never read it? Is that not your favorite? I know Uh she did.
1: I'm not a big reader. Why do you shame me so?
2: (laughs) You know that about me. Is there an an audiobook option?
0: Uh, yes, and it's
1: uh, Michelle Williams doing the audio. No, it's um, me
2: reading Touch Me
1: poetry. Oh, I would listen to that. Yes, it was erotica. Yes, she's ahead of her time. Here's a little fact, and I'm going to say this is her plus column because she was this powerful. But because she died of breast cancer after like a 20-year struggle or something. But 20 years ago, the National evil National Enquirer caught her right before she's going out on like a book tour, which is all about losing weight naturally. They caught her getting liposuction, like going to the place, picture, 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 a minute by minute detail of what happened in the clinic. And then picture, picture, picture of her leaving. And so it was a huge scandal. It could have broken a a lesser person. She went on Larry King Live that night, pay attention. And what she said was, so Larry's like, so did you get your liposuction? She goes, she goes, Larry. And she revealed at that moment that she had been fighting breast cancer for six months and totally turned the narrative and Larry tried to follow the question about the liposuction. It went away, and every and because and, and she did so much good, but she was like it, it was you know it was a experimental treatment, uh, you know. But the idea of our girl, you know, Suzanne Summers, the curviest girl of our fantasies, had breast cancer, and I think ultimately her public. You know, admission of it and struggle of it was really helpful, but she, on a PR dime, turned what could have been a disaster into something that, again, I think helped a lot of women, but she got herself out of it. Well,
2: that. was she really getting Lapo or was she visiting In the her? National
0: Enquirer who had a oh, I, I, I believe both things can be true yes. at the same time. Yes, absolutely. Uh, now, but I think that it, we would be doing a disservice to our uh, listeners if we did not mention singular listener, listener, go ahead. <laughs> that she was an avid avid trumper avid avid republican into and in, she was very much about trickle down yeah, and, yeah i know i know
2: which would be a perfect segue into our number six number six
0: number six number six i you know talking about uh, you know trumper 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 um uh i want to talk a little bit about mary lou retton who is which was, was on death's doorstep earlier this week. And she was
1: America's sweetheart when she was uh, in the she Olympics. She was
0: America's sweetheart in and, the 1970s in yes. that same era. And people loved her, loved her, loved her. She yes. did so much for, you know, the Olympics and so much for the sport. And levels. we hold on to
1: those feelings, you know. But this, we can nostalgia. let go
0: of those feelings just as easily, Tom, because the fact of the matter is, is that she's an avid Trumper. She did not believe in Obamacare she got rid of her Obamacare and she's an anti-vaxxer she is now suffering from a mysterious flu-like uh uh debilitating what that is
2: well exactly
0: she's in the hospital she was maybe on a ventilator and because she doesn't have insurance her sister has been asking fans to donate money and they've donated hundreds of thousands of dollars. Now, meanwhile, she has a $7 million mansion in North Carolina or South Carolina. She has an $8 million mansion in um in texas that she will not put up for you know she won't put up for sale she's asking her fans to pay for the fact that she got covid because she's an anti-vaxxer and because she got rid of her obamacare because she hates obama that much i refuse to feel sorry for this woman who does things like this it makes me so angry i could just bust a i could have an aneurysm i yeah. Tom, go ahead and defend her like no the, I, James, I
1: just read the headlines and i had my mwah, mwah, sad mary lou Retton. isn't it awful that that the that, that, that people that were so famous now have no health insurance but you as a true podcast journalist read several articles went deep and found the truth and you're bringing it here unabashedly you you know mary lou Retton is a powerful woman and she has a lot of 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 gymnasts, short, stocky men that might be following you from now on, James. Watch your back. At, mm-hmm. at, at great risk, you bring the truth to light, and thank you, James. You know, James.
0: I, I don't want anyone to suffer. I don't want anyone to have COVID. Not. I don't want anyone to be broken and and all of that. But when you are hoisted by your own petard, then it's, that, that
1: Republican itis, whatever it is, where it doesn't, it matter, doesn't matter until it happens
0: to you. Yes. But even when it is happening to you, you still Manipulate will on to it. Yeah, I didn't know
1: about the properties and the wealth. I didn't know about that.
0: Yeah, yeah. She has two, two very, very, you know, huge mansions that she is not putting up for. She's not even, you know, getting, you know, the what is it called?
1: Well, let's hope that Mary Lou Retton gets better, yeah. survives, and joins us here on The Wow Report. Let's invite Mary Lou Retton. Let's do it. We've never done that before. Let's invite Mary Lou Retton to join us and to explain her position here. Exactly. Look at our report. <laughs>
0: that'll
1: make us go. That'll make you go wow. Am I? Am I right?
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> James, you could do it. And then we I will. I will so Sit down with Mary Lou Retton. By God. And then
1: we can do kind of a Kelly Mark segment where she teaches you how to do some gymnast moves. You know, we well, can keep it light at the same. You know
0: time. what? What's Carrie Strug doing? <laughs> i don't know maybe she can come shannon miller oh,
1: i love it i love it
0: Evan, not Ivan guligan who is the um who is Oga. the russian corbett, corbett. corbett. Yeah. nadia Komenichi. nadia Komenichi. oh my god
1: all right they're um, all invited james thank you for your again podcast journalism I, I i appreciate you so much um we're moving on now to
0: number five
2: number five
0: Number five. That's also me. Um, this cool. one is, you know, you you did uh, a rest in peace and a rest in perfection. Um, uh, I have a rest in perfection. Lara Parker, uh, who played the witch Angelique on on Dark Shadows. This one. Really hurts for me because for a number of reasons. um I know I've mentioned on the show that I am determined to watch every single episode of Dark Shadows. I am now six hundred and forty episodes in.
2: I thought okay. you'd watched all of them three times.
0: no no no, 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 I've never seen it all the way through and I there are chunks of it that i Hulu is doing oh. it in chunks and they would skip around. so I'm doing it in chronological order. Do you know how many there were roughly yeah there was there's uh, twelve hundred and oh. I have done. I started at 200 when Barnabas arrives, and so I'm in 800 now, which is in the 1879 as episodes.
2: That's like every time I watch 90210, I skip right past Shannon Doherty and go straight to Tiffany Amber Thieson Well,
0: uh, that's, that's a whole issue that we're going to have to explore some other time because, by God, that is a travesty
2: right there. But, well, I love the Brenda years. I just prefer that. Yeah. Hold it. Hold it. We are yeah, honoring. I
0: back to Lara Parker, please? <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So enough about fucking Shannon Doherty. Uh I need to talk about Larry Parker because okay. I, I'm very invested in this right now. Is any episode with Angelique is a very special day for me. She had those eyes, and she would turn and look straight at the camera as she was doing her witchy incantations and put you hypnotized the audience. She was beautiful, beautiful beyond words, beautiful, beautiful beyond words, beyond words. Now she was also in when we've talked about this on the show one of the scariest movies of all time, Race with the Devil, with Loretta Swit and Peter Fonda, where they're in an RV traveling across the country and they accidentally stumble upon a satanic. Um, uh, sacrifice in the middle of the woods. And then for the rest of the movie, devil worshippers are chasing them across the country and it has one of the scariest endings of all time. It terrified me as a child and it is one of my all-time favorite movies. But on top of all of that, and I know I've mentioned this before, Lara Parker was one of my professors at NYU when I was studying um, acting at experimental theater subjects she was an acting coach she taught um, the method she taught Stanislavski's method to us and she was a warm motherly figure. it was it was a class of like eight or nine people. I remember the first day we walked in and everyone was like, it's Angelique it's Angelique oh my god and she spoke about doing Angelique. she talked about it a lot. she talked about race with the devil she talked about her career in Hollywood and she was she was a little hard on me she was she was tough. She was very tough. She wanted me to access, go to dark places that I don't think I was ready to go to. And one of the reasons why I left acting was because of her, but I don't blame her because it was a pleasure getting to know her and to see her up close. And just maybe she had
1: to die in order for you to resume your acting.
0: career. Oh, maybe maybe this is, I'm using this as a springboard. It sounds like a dark
1: shadows plot line, Spoiler alert, do you remember the very last episode of Dark Shadows? I do not. Can I tell you? Yeah, go ahead. Because the torment for Barnabas is he wants to be a regular person. He's yes.
0: tormented by being a vampire. Well, and she was the one who who cursed him to become a vampire. Yes.
1: They were in love, and she turned him into a vampire. And so whenever she showed up, there was always anger and fury and whatever. And she would set things on fire with really cheap effects. You know, yes, the whole yes, thing yes. Was... With those and blue
0: so... candles.
1: And Julia was always there. What's that actress's name? She's Julia Hoffman, played by the Grayson Hall. The great yes. Grayson Hall. And she was always trying to figure Barnabas! out a way. Oh! <laughs> No, please don't. No, no.
2: Uh, no, no. She no, always trying no.
1: to figure out a way to make Barnabas a human. At one point, she made a Frankenstein. Yes, His name yes, Adam. Adam. Yeah, and Adam. The, the phrase was, "If Adam dies, Barnabas Collins returns to what he was before." So yeah. we had this little weird thing. But at the end, somehow I forget how the mechanism. But Barnabas becomes um, human. human. She becomes human, Angelique, because it's really a love story about them. Yeah. They come together, and someone breaks into the drawing room. Doom! 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 Yeah.
0: Kills them.
2: Stop it. Aww. See what you I, have to you, look forward how to? you?
0: How ta- <laughs> I, I've just spent 800 episodes, and you've ruined it for me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> You'll forget. No, well, the, I I do know that there's um, – because I was watching it in chunks on Hulu, and they would skip around. And they I, at one point, they go to 1992 – there go way into the future in 1992. And it's so funny because 1992, like there's macrame and everyone's all dressed like hippies. Like if it doesn't, yeah. they don't change it at all. And there's yeah, someone Jane awesome. St.
1: James at the door at the limelight.
0: <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> all right. Um, well, rest in peace. Tell me her name again. No, it's Angela. Lara <laughs> Parker, Lara Parker. Lara Parker, beautiful woman, beautiful actress. Um, um, we uh, have more to talk about, so don't go away. We'll take a little break. But before we do, Blake...
2: Yes, Canada's Drag Race Season 4 Queens have just been announced. It's a very iconic season. Um, you can expect the unexpected this year. Meet the Queens. I will break my social. NDA
1: and say that there is a, not my idea, great, there is a twist for elimination that supposedly reinvents the uh, the, the show. Ooh.
2: Well, meet, meet the Queens on World of Wonders socials. And I do have another little trivia for spooky season. Ooh. What's the correlation between um, the Rocky Horror Picture Show and HGTV's Love It or List It? What? Find wow. out after the break. The Wow Report on Radio Andy. That's good.
0: You're listening to World of Wonders' Wow Report. Things that make us go wow.
1: We're back. Uh, I'm taking control again, Blake. Sorry. Um, we're back. It's Tom Campbell. we James St. James some guy named Blake Jacobs who thinks he's hosting the show this week. And I love him. I'm just um,
2: practicing my
1: actress-in. <laughs> I want t-shirts. I want t-shirts of that. Um, um, we are counting down the top 10 things that made us go wow this week. But before we uh, continue the countdown, uh, Blake had a little trivia question for us.
2: Yes. Just in time for spooky season. What is the correlation between the Rocky Horror Picture Show not the Rocky Horror Show, the Picture Show, the movie, and HGTV's Love It or List It, long running HGTV show that's been on for like twenty seasons.
0: Now, bonus points for using the word correlation, Blake. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna. Is is Barry Bostwick in both? I, I I don't know. I have no idea. Is Susan
1: Sarandon involved?
2: Um. Well, you're both kind of close. The, okay. wo- the woman who gets married at the very beginning of the Rocky Horror Picture Show, her name's Betty Monroe. Oh, yeah. She is Hillary Farr. She was played by Hillary Farr, who is the designer on Love It or List It. I'll
1: be ding-dong. <sighs> that is right? really, that's the best trivia question you have ever brought to the show.
2: Right? Right? Yes. Okay, I want to raise. Next. Yeah, we won't be
1: needing you next week. Thank you. <laughs> um Let's continue the countdown with number four. Number four. Well, this is when we usually talk about rest in peace. we have already done a couple, but this is a sentimental rest in peace. And it's they tore down the Bewitched house on the Warner what? Brothers lot. No. Why? At the, the Warner Brothers ranch, they're redeveloping it, they're tearing everything down, the Parsridge family house, just a lot no. of things. Because they're going to put in state of the art office buildings, who knows what else? They have taken this is just because I'm old, but they have taken the Friends uh fountain and they relocated it to the Warner Brothers. Well, L- now
0: why it's now yeah. why Friends but not uh
1: Partridge I guess because we're 100,000 years old, but uh, Bewitched,
2: Bewitched walked so Friends could run. Thank true. you, and you know, we've
1: talked about this before, but as a gay boy, what Bewitched is a the closest thing we had to like gay storytelling allegory that we, here she had, was we had this beautiful woman who was had incredible skills that she had to always hide so she'd fit in with the normal neighbors who were always spying on her, and if she, they found her she was a witch they were going to stone her to death and she to keep it from her family and she had all this incredible magic and that's how we felt as little gay children and and she was so beautiful. Um, her E! True Hollywood Story, Elizabeth Montgomery, they called her the Grace Kelly of television. I love that. I carry that with me everywhere, every day. Um, she was one of the original
0: yeah. Nepo babies.
2: Well, yes. Well, and I have a I have a bonus trivia question. Okay. Who used to live next door to Elizabeth Montgomery in the 90s? James St. James. I
0: did. Yeah, she lived, I lived at the Charlie Parker building. She lived at the Christadora.
1: Oh. She died way too young.
0: Uh, you've you've got a uh, you know the show had such a, a gay ensemble. You had you know Paul Lind. Paul Pauline. You had Indora. You had Agnes Moorehead in those fabulous. Movies Her father Maurice
1: was played by some gay actor who's uh, then, famous.
0: Yeah, uh huh. Doctor
1: Bombay was a gay actor. and you know, and you had Aunt Gladys.
0: You had you had the um Darren uh, fairy who was the drunken tooth fairy.
1: Aunt Clara, and you have Alice Ghostly was the drunk. Alice uh, Ghostly, yeah. <laughs>
0: and who was the one from um, uh, your favorite show, Designing Women? Was that Alice, Alice, Ghostly? Yeah. Alice Ghostly.
1: Yeah, yeah. They had Brilliant. amazing, amazing ones.
0: Um, and I,
1: I used to watch Bewitched and that girl at lunchtime when before I went to school, sure. and I'd have my Campbell's soup and my sandwiches cut in diagonal, please, mom, thanks. And um, and they were and Bewitched especially was was the foundation for how i understand the world what a mother in law is what you do after work you drink uh-huh. um sleeveless dresses heart lockets blonde hair you know and well and, 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 and as
0: morale i mean this the the sister the 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 who uh, the evil sister you know because serena serena you know, serena, you know because to me I watched back to back. I would do um, "I Dream of Genie" and Bewitch, just uh-huh. like I would do the Adam's Family and the Monsters together sure. too. But my, I have a, a, a trivia question here just to break in very quickly. What is Serena was the name of uh, her alter ego, her sister? What was the name of uh, Genie's sister, the evil Genie, who wore the green harem outfit? Mm.
1: Joni. Joni.
0: No, uh, she didn't have a name. She was just known as the Green Genie. Her sister. She was just known as. A trick as-
2: question. It <laughs>
0: is a trick question. Yeah, yeah we yeah. were just getting along, James, and you throw in a trick trivia yeah.
1: question. Um, the only last thing I'll say is they I love. I was fascinated by television in every way growing up. Obviously, I, do, I make it now. But every year they have a new a new fleet of Chevrolets. A new convertible for Darren and a new station wagon for for. And when I saw a picture of the house that's now torn down, that's what we're talking about. Uh, they showed the garage, and I remember Darren pulling out. And I always wanted to be like have a wear a suit and look good in a boxy convertible. And that's Darren was my was my height of of, of uh, thing. And okay. I'll never. And
0: one to, of those things is true now.
1: Yep. Yeah,
2: you Box. never wear suits. I know. You
0: look good in a boxy convertible,
1: but you know everything must change. But gee, I wish there was. Uh, Bewitched House still on
0: Earth, but there yeah, you go. There this you very go. Sound. Um, we're moving on to number three. Number three. Last week, Blake went to go see the new Exorcist, Exorcist Believer, and I you know, mentioned at the top that it had gotten terrible, terrible reviews. And you shamed
1: him. And you shamed him.
0: I shamed him for going that Rotten Tomatoes and the you know on social media, everyone was just saying it was just terrible, terrible, terrible. Well then my sister and and my sister dragged me to go see it this week and I ended up having a great time. (laughs) It was you know it's it's got two girls instead of one. It's got projectile puking. It's got head spinning. It's Time got soup. floating up to the ceiling in a in in a light. It's got um, Ellen it, Burstyn. Ellen Burstyn wearing ethereal white outfits with her white white hair, looking like an angel. It had um, and this is I got I got uh, excoriated on um uh on social media. Is that a word? Excoriated? Um, I don't know. Uh, for um saying that Lamar Odom Jr. was very hot in it. But it's Leslie Odom Jr. Lamar. Oh. Lamar is the one who was with Khloe Kardashian. Remember, yeah. we're doing
1: the best we can, people. We're doing the best we can. Well, I
0: said in, a, in my Seinfeld voice, "What's with all these Odoms going around Hollywood these days?" <laughs> <laughs> but people were making fun of me for that one. Uh, but um, uh, I just really, I you know, it, it was a way to while away a summer afternoon. And I had a great time watching it. So I take back every bad thing. I Why do you think it was so
1: badly reviewed? What was up people's autopsy? Well, it's, it's not
0: a, it's, it's not, you know, um, uh, Citizen Kane. It's not, (laughs) there, there is no greatness to it, but it's, um, it is what it is. It's, it's, you know, your mother sucks cocks in hell. It's, um. Uh, little girls talking like this with, you know, the, the white contacts in their eye and their blue skin. I, you know, what what do you want from a horror movie? Real. That's what
2: I said. I tried to tell you. Well, it's the ju- big,
1: the chains were always saying the universal spent a lot of money and they have two more sequels. They they're owed. So,
2: I, maybe they'll uh...
0: Well I'll tell you something, because of the writer's strike and the actor's strike, uh, I think there's something like if a movie is under like a hundred thousand dollars or hundred fifty thousand like there's a, a cap-off point where they it can get made and they can, you know, promote it. Like mm. very, very indie movies can get promoted and made yeah. these days during the strike. And what I saw happening beforehand with all the trailers is that nothing but nothing but cheap horror movies are coming down the pike for the next six months. I mean, that yeah. is all there is coming up. So it's it's European, you know, movies and cheap horror movies here for the next six months for us. I'll have plenty to talk about.
1: Yeah, we're going to move on, but not until James formally apologizes to Blake. I'm,
2: I'm very sorry, Blake. Thanks. Blake, do you, do you accept his apology? I guess. All right, let's <laughs> move on to number two. Number two. Um, I'm going to take that one. I just want to talk a little potpourri um a little hot topics have y'all heard this is a little old and i'm surprised james hasn't told me about this but did y'all know that anna delvey threw a fashion show on her roof during uh fashion week in september because she is under like house arrest
0: i don't know if you know (laughs) this but anna delvey and kelly catrone have joined forces and started up an agency together which okay now as much as I love Anna Delvey your face makes me sad <laughs> your shoes make you look you make you look poor you know I love her but why on earth would Kelly Katron throw her lot in with her it's very it's very I mean I love Kelly I love her to death I she's a friend of wow she's an old friend of of everyone's you know yeah, yeah. And I, but why would she throw her lot in with Anna Delvey Are you uh, saying it's too soon for a second chance for Anna Delvey does Anna Delvey deserve a second chance? I mean, I guess everyone sure. does. Everyone does, but and everyone can be rehabilitated. I don't know that Anna Delvey wants to be rehabilitated. I think she likes the, her attention.
1: But Your Shoes Make Me Sad is a great name for a clothing
0: line. It's a good name for a band, Ooh. too. Your shoe, I'm going to see Your Shoes Make
2: Me Sad. Like,
0: <laughs> right, did you see any of the clothes? Did you have a, did you have a
1: visceral
2: reaction to the fashions? Did you just hear about it? I didn't. I ran straight here to tell you guys. <laughs> are you wearing any Anna Delvey right now? Are you, uh... I'm not. I'm not. Oh, um, I would
0: love at the Oscars on the red carpet to see Anna Delvey design. Who are you wearing? I want Gwyneth to say it out loud.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Also, Amanda Knox is back in the news. Oh, I saw
0: this. What's
2: happening? She she told her her fans, her followers, that we've all been doing it wrong. The correct way to sleep with your partner is to swap sides of the bed each night. It's better for your body, body, especially if you spoon, as you'll be laying on opposite shoulders each night. And better for your mattress to vary the indent, indent are you pattern. Having, are you
0: having an aneurysm yourself? What? That's not the Amanda Knox news. The Amanda Knox news was that something was happening over in Italy where they were re, redoing the case or something. Oh, who cares about that? <laughs>
1: I want news I can use. And that, that mattress
2: advice is really no, thank good. You. Thank you, Blake. Exactly. And research has revealed. That she's kind of wrong, though, because having a preferred side is linked to personality type. It's more than just a habit, people.
0: Do you have a side?
2: I literally sleep crossways across my bed because I'm single and I can't. That's insane.
0: That that is a personality disorder. Tom, what do you have? I do
1: kind of take a side, but then I go diagonal. I'm alone. I'm with the cats, wherever they want me.
2: I sleep sideways, literally, because I have to have my legs hanging off and bounce them. I think I have restless leg syndrome.
0: Well, I have a very cheap old mattress that has a huge indentation that goes all the way to the floor, and so I sleep with my legs sticking straight up and my butt hitting (laughs) the floor, and I can't move
1: out of it no matter what. So wherever you start, you end up in the middle, in the the, the, the alley
0: There's no changing sides for me. I am stuck in a hole all night long and not a k-hole.
2: <laughs> well, that's all I've got for the celebrity news this week.
1: Well, what an excellent roundup. Thank you, Blake. Um, we are going to take a break. No trivia, just some commercials that are really, really important. to listen. And when we come back, we are going to reveal the number one thing that made us go wow here on the Wow Report on Radio Andy Series XM. You're listening to
2: World of Wonders Wow Report. Wow.
0: Things that make us go wow.
1: We're back for one more item this is the wow report on radio andy tom campbell Jane st james blake jacobs doing our best with uh and bailey our affairs leader out on the road but we have reached the time that uh, brings us and so many people so much joy we have reached the time to reveal the number one thing that made us
0: go out wow this week number one well i don't know how much joy this is going to bring you although <laughs> did i overhype did i overhype there, there was a, a lot of schadenfreude, uh, the, uh on my end and on many people's end because uh, I don't know if you were watching the Republican Party just slide into chaos over this, you know, speaker nonsense where, you know, uh, matt getz had ousted mccarthy and then they tried to put up scalise and that didn't work and so they put up jim jordan who is one of the worst people on the planet he has been in it he's in a gerrymandered district in ohio he can never be taken out of office but Ugh. he has in his 16 years he has never once put forth any legislation he has not signed he has not passed yes. anything he has never done anything except bark and scream and growl at, at uh democrats he um uh is um you know embroiled in a scandal a sex scandal at um uh, ohio state university in which he apparently did nothing while uh, boys were being sexually abused he um is you know a Trumper. He is he was one of the people who was, you know, January 6th, he was right there by you know yes. Trump's and to put him in the speaker position where he is going to be in charge of the uh, you know the election results come 2024. Um it would be terrifying. But ha so far as of as of this taping he has lost twice they um, he's going down in flames. There are some never Jordans, thank God, on the Republican side. He um needs all but five, and he's lost 22 as of last count. So, um, hopefully, they will keep the pro tem person or put Jeffries, uh, the Democrat in. I don't see them ever doing that, but um, until then, we can't do we can't get any aid to Israel. We can't get any aid to Ukraine. We can't do anything. And they're, uh, you know, uh, uh, impeach Biden and their Hunter Biden investigation has come to a standstill because of this. So you got to think that they're all, they're all freaking out, but um, uh, I just have been enjoying every minute of the freak show. So that was my two cents. All right. So it's more of a, wow. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: Whoa. Um- <laughs> yeah.
0: Guys, uh, good
1: news, bad news. I love hearing it and sharing it with you. Um, it's always fun to see you. And uh, we'll be back uh, in person, on tape, live-ish, next week. Same place, same time. So don't go anywhere. No, we won't. On tape. Uh, okay. Or in person. Well, live-
0: or live- from seven years ago. <laughs> there the may coast, be are The uh, uh, echoes of the past come haunting back to us. It's yes. retro.
1: Yeah, we're doing some classic. We have to be doing some classic wow report next, next week. But, but you got to listen because we, we don't remember what we said. You don't either. Um, uh, until next time, go out and do something that makes the world go Wow. wow.